How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Beat. Just wanted to start things off on a high note. Remind you that although Pride Month is over... That doesn't mean your allyship needs to be. But throw the rainbows away. Yeah, throw them away. I'm tired of them. Get rid of them. This room is full of rainbow flags. Every every flag you can imagine for every single part of our community is in this room. Yes, it is. I don't even know what a couple of them mean, to be honest. I know that's terrible to say, but I'm still learning, just as the rest of us are. Uh, good morning. We're so excited to have you here today. We have a great show coming up for you. Uh, But it is important to remind you that here at Channel Q, Pride is 365 days a year. I know we got to celebrate for 30 days, all the spotlight. But as I get older, I realize I don't want the spotlight quite as much as I used to. Okay. I'm, I'm tired of talking on corporate panels. I'm tired of explaining to people why I'm a human and why I exist and why that's okay. Uh, I just want to be me again. And guess what? It's my birthday month now. It sure is, honey. (laughs) Cancer season in full effect. Justin, when's your birthday? The 7th. Aw, you remember. Your birthday's in six days? Mm Mm-hmm. Aw. I know. Let's get that out of the way so we can focus on the 20th. Okay. My birthday. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, it's a big... I will be honest with you. I feel like every important person in my life is a cancer because Sky is July 16th. Sky was your 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 mama, My your, mama, your bestie from Las Vegas. You guys had a residency together at the Cosmopolitan. Yes, we did. And then Viv yes. is the 18th. Your dead grandmother. My dead grandmother. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you and Lisa <laughs> share the same birthday. Same birthday. That's great. Those are all my people. You know people. my fiance's niece, our only niece on that side of the family, also same birthday as Lisa and I. Really? And her name is, ready for it, Michaela. <gasps> did you know that? No. I just told you now. She has the same birthday as you and Lisa, and her name's Michaela. Uh-huh. Listen to me. If we're not meant to be, if the four <laughs> of us are not meant to be, that's crazy. Yeah, that's so, so random. There you have it. Uh, we do have a great show coming up for you, though. Uh, this is really cool. So Passport's uh, getting a makeover as of today. Uh, you'll be able to choose your gender identity on an American Passport. That's incredible. That's, a big, that's come that's a long, big, we've come a long big way, honey. Deal. Also, what's popping this hour uh, is Hamilton under fire for yeah. taking some uh, some money from the government. Not yeah. Hamilton, the Not beloved Hamilton. We got that story in what's popping in our next hour. Paula Canny, our favorite attorney, joins us to talk about the story everybody's talking about. Way to bury the lead, AJ. Bill Cosby's out of prison. Huh? Listen, Bill Cosby's out and Britney is still stuck. I don't know what oh, kind of world we're living in right now. I saw so many memes yesterday saying, hey, we said free Britney, but the best you could do was Bill. Yeah. Like Bill? Yeah, people are upset. We don't want him back. Yeah. We want Britney back. Yep. 
So uh, it's a lot going on. We have a great show coming up for you. Uh, right now, though, it is time for news on the beat. Well, a grand jury in Manhattan has indicted the Trump organization. The former president's namesake company and one of its top executives, people familiar with the matter, say the charges are related to alleged tax crimes tied to an inquiry into employee perks such as rent-free homes, car leases, and bonuses. The indictment will likely be unsealed today. Trump himself isn't expected to be charged, his lawyer said. The DA's indictment would be the first to charge the Trump company with criminal conduct following several federal and state prosecutorial inquiries during his administration. Say that three times fast. Woo, Lord. So we'll continue uh, talking Least about shocking that. shocking news ever. We're going to talk to Paula Canny a little bit later on, but she did mention to us one time when she was on talking about the whole Trump organization and the, and the sort of legal battles they could be facing. She says it's like taking down a mob boss. You have to get the people around him first and slowly like get narrow, narrower, and more narrow. The CFO of his organization is a pretty big deal. Yeah. If you get somebody like that to flip... They know where all the bodies are buried. Absolutely. Yep, you're right. All right, we're also going to be talking to Paula Canny because after three years in prison, Bill Cosby is a free man. Pennsylvania's Supreme Court yesterday overturned his sexual assault conviction, saying that his due process rights were violated when he was charged and convicted. The disgraced actor, once known as America's dad, was sentenced to three to ten years in state prison for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constant at his home in 2004 first high-profile celebrity criminal trial of the Me Too era. News of Cosby's release came as a shock and betrayal for many of the women who accused him of assaulting them. Actress Felicia Rashad, his Cosby show co-star and longtime friend, celebrated the decision. She took a little slack. Uh, Howard University University actually came out and said um, that they do not necessarily stand with Dean Rashad and that they want to take it very seriously and they stand with the victims Uh who are dealing with this and so, so problematic. And I understand she sees a different side of him and knows him in a different way. Uh, and his legacy and her legacy are so intimately intertwined. I get it. But to be a dean at the Fine Arts, I believe, or something at the univers- at Howard, which is like the iconic HBCU yeah. in this country, and to come out with that stance, the message that sends Odd. to victims is very problematic. It just breaks my heart. Yeah, it's really sad all around. And he didn't get off because he didn't do it. He got off because he couldn't be tried a second time. Right. Because of an agreement they had made previously. Right. And procedural issues. Not because he didn't drug these women. Yeah. Rape them. They just couldn't. Uh huh. Yeah, that's Uh. good. Uh, All right, well, let's get into a little weather. Summer's here and it's queer and it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 84 in New York today, a high of 82 in LA, 106 in Vegas. 109 in Palm Springs, 82 in Miami, 64 in San Francisco, and 106 in Phoenix. Now, um, at McDonald's, you can get a uh, McCafe for wrap or a watermelon slushy for just two bucks, and it's going to keep you so cool throughout this heat wave. Every single time you say watermelon slushy, I want you to say watermelon sugar high. I know, and I know. Sing like Harry Styles. Watermelon sugar. High. I'm going to go get one of those slushies and then listen to that song. Please do. And ring in the month of July. I love that for your birthday. Here's your vibe of the day. This one's from Amy Poehler. This is good for you, Michaela. Okay. This is actually who you are. If you can dance and be free and not be embarrassed, you can rule the world. Oh, baby. That's a good one. And that's hard. People yeah. get embarrassed easily and they get with the, inside themselves. I'm guilty of it as well, but you don't. No, I don't. I have no do shame. Anything. <laughs> I don't do anything. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up, uh, American passports are, um, they will be able to self-identify their gender on their passports. And uh, we're going to talk about it and how important this is coming up next. 
So imagine you're getting ready to take a take a trip somewhere overseas for the first time in your life. Okay. A lot of my family are now getting passports for the very first time. I'm talking full like aunts, uncles in their 60s. Never left the country before. Incredible, though. We're planning a destination wedding in Mexico next mm-hmm. year, so they need to get passports. But imagine you're getting ready to do something like travel, which is an exciting thing for anybody, right? And you can't choose your gender. You're forced to check the gender that you were assigned at birth by a doctor, even if it doesn't match with yours. Yeah. That's got to be traumatizing. Yeah. I mean, listen, I would like to say uh, just off the cuff... I got my passport years ago and Lisa just looked at me the other day and she said, oh my God, your passport expired last week. And I was like, what? I remember when I got that passport and I was like, oh God, it's never going to expire. Don't they, don't they go for like seven or 10 years? Yeah. Something like that maybe? Yeah. I look at Justin like he would know. He usually knows these things. They 10 do. Years, 10, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it finally, and I was like, oh my God, that's a moment. I remember exactly where I was when I got it and it's a uh-huh. big deal. But the the problem with people not being able to choose their gender is it's so dangerous going into other countries presenting as female percent. and then having male on their passport. Mm-hmm. It's almost a death sentence. Well, this is all changing now because just yesterday, the Secretary of State, uh, Antony Blinken, announced in a press release that the Department of State would be changing its policies regarding gender identification on passports. And this is actually a really big deal. You'll be able to choose your gender without medical certification. So they're not going to make you medically prove anything. Okay. You just have to say, this is how I identify. I think it's great. Now, my first thought was that still means that there's only male, female options on the new passport. So I was like, that's a little bit problematic. But I read further into this and they're working on next steps to include uh, non-binary, intersex, and gender non-conforming Americans in the future. So they're aware of it. Yeah. They've studied this. Uh, the Democratic Party is behind this, which I love. Just another just another thing to be proud of as a progressive. Uh, and the Democrats tend to get it right more often on progressive values. Uh, and this is a really big deal because, like, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine looking at something like my name and my gender on an official government document mm-hmm. and saying, nope, that's not who I am but there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, I mean, I feel just it would be mortifying um, to be presenting as a female and being so excited and having all of your vacation outfits ready and you're feeling your oats and you're like so excited. Yeah. And then someone looks at your passport and they like call you out. I mean, you really got to think about that because I will say I love being a girl. There's mm-hmm. nothing more that I love than being a girl. When we go on vacation, you've seen me on vacation. I like am playful and I want to have all my dresses and I want to have all my things. Because you're a human. Because I'm and a human. Are human once and needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I were to be called out for anything, I would I would feel so sad. Well, I'll tell you, years ago, um, my ex, who you know, we worked together with him. Um, we were going to Canada for the Olympics in Vancouver. I think it was maybe 2010 or so and he and I and my sister went up there and he got detained at the border we landed in Canada he got detained for like an hour or two Mm -mm. and we were like uh what's happening what's happening what what do I not know about my partner of three or four years turns out he'd gotten in a bar fight one time years prior in West Hollywood you know the little pizza stop that everybody goes to in West Hollywood everybody's drunk yeah of course gate pizza yeah well he got in a bar fight there or a fight there after a bar and I guess uh, that 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 mirrored wall in the back was broken. 
If you've ever oh, been to West wow. Hollywood, if you've ever been to the spot, you know exactly what I'm talking uh-huh. about. And it was broken during the fight. And he didn't get thrown in jail, but there was like police were involved. And just that, just that, I think eight or nine years prior, flagged him. And because Canada won't let you into the country if you've been in jail. They're just super strict wow, about that's it. that's crazy. And a lot of countries are like that. So he was humiliated for hours for getting in a fight nine years prior. A fight that he didn't even remember. They had to remind him of it. He's like, what? I don't even know. I was a drunk night one time nine years ago. Yeah. Imagine how embarrassing that was. Multiply that times 100 and your gender is being put into question. Yeah. You're on a girl's trip with all your girls. And you happen to be a trans female. No, it's awful. You're on a bros trip with all your bros. And you happen to be a trans man. I mean, it's crazy because I have um, a lot of trans friends, uh, trans women friends. And we were at the beach just a few weeks ago. And I will be honest with you. If you didn't know that they were trans women, you just wouldn't know. They're beautiful. Their bodies are perfect. They're they're prettier than me. I was like, yes, queen. You know, the last couple of days, I've been just, I've been obsessed, obsessed with two individuals who are posting a lot. Angelica Ross. Stunning. Because I I tell you what, that bitch is bringing it right now. Her fashion, her face is so stunning. And I can't even imagine a world where I would consider her anything other than her. Same. I don't know what her name was previously. I don't I don't care. Yeah. She's Angelica Ross to me and the other one and I used to, and I used to be this guy when I was a little bit younger cuz I didn't understand. I didn't have a lot of trans friends. I was like, I could never really be into a trans man. I could never really. You Lath know exactly Lath Ashley. Bye girl. Jesus God, he is I remember so, the first time so I fine. saw him I didn't know who he was and someone just showed me his photo and I was like, that man is so fine. So sexy. And then I knew that he was, then I found out that he was trans. You would never know. Don't even care. I don't care. care. And I used to think that I would. Nope, don't. So it it just goes to show, like, just challenge your your notions about people and just put yourselves in somebody else's shoes for a moment and think of what that must be like and how big of a deal this is for the State Department to allow you to choose your gender and to be even going further and including non-binary, uh, intersex, uh, gender non-conforming. It's, it's a big deal. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, coming up, a mom secretly records her teen babysitter and what she finds is chilling. Coming up next. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? I love this song. Do you understand that I wanted to be the Little Mermaid my entire childhood? I used to brush my hair with forks. And when I would swim in the water... I would um, look for King Triton. It was like a whole thing. My sister, I think every little girl did that. Yeah. My mm-hmm. sister would also flip her hair out of the water and flip it back. Oh, I still do that. As either Ariel, the Little Mermaid, or as George Washington with the oh, white yeah. hair. <laughs> Girls did that too. I have to tell you a funny story before we get into this. Speaking of the Little Mermaid, my niece last year turned four and we were in the pandemic. So I said, bring my niece to LA. We'll take her to the beach and we'll all dress up as the... Uh, Little Mermaid characters. So I was going to be Flounder. My nephew was going to be the Lobster. Lisa was Ursula. And then, of course, Talia was going to be the Little Mermaid. Whatever had happened in the pandemic, nobody's costumes came except for Ursula and the Little Mermaid. So we went to Malibu for Talia's birthday. And Lisa was dressed as Ursula. The baby was dressed as the Little Mermaid and everybody else was in their regular clothes and Lisa had to walk around in this like slutty <laughs> Ursula costume with her hair sticking up and red lipstick. I have a photo. And she was like, ugh, the things I do. I dressed in all rainbow tights, socks, everything yesterday for a friend's Barry's boot camp class he was teaching called Yas Queens for the final oh, day of Pride. love. My fiance shows up with costumes for it. 
that he did not wear that I did wear. Turns out I'm the only person who dressed like that for the stop, whole stop, Every stop. single person there was dressed in all black, and I was dressed like a big gay rainbow <laughs> giraffe. So there's that. But I'd like to introduce you to a girl named Delaney. Okay? She's hey, a babe. young girl. She's a babysitter. She does uh, babysitting for extra cash. Uh, she also has dreams and aspirations of being a musician, a singer. Uh, but whenever she records herself, she doesn't like the way she looks on camera. She's insecure about her, her appearance. Well, she was babysitting recently, and the mother of the child she was babysitting, Nikki, uh, decided to take matters into her own hands. She's always been encouraging her to use her voice more, to put herself out there more. So she recorded her. And this girl, this video on TikTok has been seen over 10 million times now. Oh, my God. So that first one was who singing? That was Jody Benson, the original That's the original Ariel. Ariel. Do, you wanna hear, do you want to hear Delaney sing? Yes. Yeah? Let's do it. That's a fire and That's the word. Burn. When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love, love to enjoy the shore above Out of the sea. Wish I could be part of God. Oh, my God. So she's sitting there playing dolls with this kid that she's babysitting while she's singing. And the mom's around the corner in tears recording her. But she just happens to have an instrumental handy? I don't know where that came from. (laughs) Okay, so okay. The singer in me is like, so she was singing to a karaoke track playing dolls and the mother just happened to record? Okay, so the karaoke track, it's possible. I will tell you, I can't count how many times my fiancé has played a karaoke track from our TV... Or our, or our Amazon Echo or our Google Home. And he does it all the time, actually. Yes. We have a little monitor that's Amazon Echo Alexa that sits in our kitchen facing our living room. It's a small monitor, and you can get news and updates and all sorts of stuff, play music from it. But you can also sing karaoke to it. Okay. Lyrics. So that's possible. I'm trying to not judge because the Hollywood insider know, in me thinks. So let's go back. So the, the woman's name is Nikki Unplugged on TikTok. Rings a bell. Remember MTV Unplugged? Musicians oh. were singing back in the day? Yeah. Okay. So then the girl, the teenager, or is she a teenager, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. The singer, her name on or on TikTok is Delaney Renee Music. So they're both plugging something right here, right? What a genius thing if you can't figure out how to gain traction mm-hmm. and you say, I'm going to pretend like you're going to pretend like you don't know that I'm recording you. And I'm going to post this on social media. It's gotten over 84,000 comments right. so far. Like I said, 10 million plus views. And then we're going to post it and see what happens. Justin Bieber started on social media. He started on YouTube. Remember, he was like the first yeah, of the big, first big, right. big artists who popped on, on YouTube. And back then, people thought that's insane. Yeah. That's not, there's no longevity there. He can't make it. Yeah. Well, look, look at him look now. Look at him now. So this young girl... And her friend, the the woman whose child she was babysitting, might be onto something. Listen, it's smart. Ten million views. Yeah, I don't care if they did. If it is staged, I, because her voice is beautiful. Her voice is really great. It's so good, and it's rare that you hear a singer sound almost like identical to the princess, to whatever whatever princess is singing. Well, this young girl now has a hundred and sixty seven thousand followers uh, on her TikTok account since this video came out. 
Uh, and her videos do pretty well, actually. She's gotten some good good likes and good uh, comments on a lot of her videos. I want to go see. I want to get an update right now. I want to see where the mother's video stands currently because things change very quickly in the world of social media. Yes, we were at 10 does. million before. Uh, let's see where we are now. Oh, 11.4 million. Oh, my God. Yep. But that's the beauty of TikTok. I'm not kidding you. I think that Instagram's got to get it together because it's not... Uh, so many of my friends have blown up thanks to TikTok. And... Um, listen to this listen? song. Oh, this song. Okay, so she also covered another classic uh, that... Well, let's first let you listen to Nicole Kidman's version from The Undoing uh, on HBO Max this last year. Take a listen. Okay. Cole Kidman has a beautiful voice, by the way. Beautiful. Such a great song. So, I knew Nicole. One of my favorite films of all time, if you don't know this about me. I do know this. Is Moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. Satine is one of the greatest characters, most tragic love stories ever told. Absolutely. In my opinion. Yep. Took my uncle to see it one time. He walked out. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, Great. He's he's a Republican. It's not for him. No. It's not for him. Okay. Um, But then... This young girl also covered this song. Take a listen. Stars above oh my god. So pretty. Night breezes seem to whisper I love you. Her voice is incredible. It's rich. That tone? Sexy. Can I say that? Not like about a teenager, Super. but like the voice. Ooh. Gives her me chills. voice is incredible. Gives me chills because Nicole. I'm Kidman's, glad they caught her. Nicole Kidman sounds more mature, right? Her voice sounds more mature. This girl's voice sounds rich. That's so funny that our producer's holding the sign that says "calling it now, next season of The Voice." We're I not, don't think we're so. We're not in that generation no, anymore. I don't think so. She's going to yeah. get the deal without the. I voice. don't think she cares, and that's it's a really good point because name besides you don't need a vocal besides she- Cassidy Pope mm-hmm. and my cousin's husband Max Boyle. <laughs> Name one other person who's ever been on The Voice. Yeah, well, Alison Porter, she won, and she's a friend of mine. Okay, but good job. she was Curly Sue. She already had fame. Yeah. And I think that what we're realizing is we don't need reality television to be successful anymore. That girl's going to get a record deal, or she's just going to have a following that will buy her music now. Totally. She doesn't need anything. D- direct to consumer. Yep. Who won, the, who won American Idol the last 10 seasons? No idea. No clue. I literally don't. And you were on the show. Yeah. I mean, the first, like, eight seasons were really popping. And then it kind of just disappeared for me. Yep. Gone are the days where you need those things. Yep. TikTok. Social media 10, now. You think, you think American Idol is getting 10 million views anymore? No. She's got 11.4 million views on TikTok. It's ah. amazing. All right. Well, coming up, speaking of reality television, The Bachelor stars apparently got PP loans, PPP loans, while millions struggled. We have all of the details coming up next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's time for first round of What's Poppin'. Uh, but before I let Michaela steal the spotlight and shine like the star that she is, I want to tell you about something really cool that we're doing here at Odyssey, our parent company. Uh, we have exclusive stations now that are being curated for listeners just like you. You can find your new summer soundtrack. Uh, there are hundreds and hundreds of stations for barbecues, road trips, working out, relaxing, poolside. You'll find a huge variety of music stations like Lady Gaga Radio Club Odyssey, I'm two 90s. I'm into that one. Yes. Uh, also, there's a Beyonce station. And rumor has it that due to my request, that's how much power I have here at our company. Due to my request, we might even get show tunes. <gasps> Imagine that. There's no business like show business, They ask the gay baby. guy what he wants. He says show tunes. <laughs> White gay guy, 40 years old. Who you knew? You can't wait for Broadway to reopen. <laughs> I can't. I miss it so much. <laughs> oh, All right. It is time for what's popping. What's going on? Okay, so you're very close to The Bachelor Nation. You're friends with some of them. Yeah, Nick Vial and a few others, and Ashley I. We yeah. got Ashley and Jared on the show. We sure did, but people are kind of upset because several former contestants on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, who now work as influencers, received loans from the Paycheck Protection Program. And so apparently the government was helping... Uh, and gave them PPP loans and a little extra money, uh, up to as much as $20,830. And uh, people are a little bit upset about I this. I saw Colton Underwood post about this the other day. And he said, hey, before you guys like run away with this headline, just so you know, I run a nonprofit uh, for uh, cystic fibrosis. And this is going to pay for that foundation. So I'm not taking a penny from this. I don't do it. Just so you know, I know Tasha was also involved in some of this. She was the bachelorette just recently. And she went on social media to defend herself. Listen, I have a, maybe a controversial take on this. But in my, in my mind, if there is a legal way to apply for these funds and corporations or individuals who have LLCs or whatever yeah. decide to take advantage of that, I'm not going to fault them when we've got a president of the United States formerly well, who made a gajillion dollars off of us, he and his cronies. $20,000 to me is like, eh. Yeah, well, listen, Tasha said, as a business owner, television and podcast host, and brand ambassador... Um, obtaining a PPP loan enabled her to hire an employee to whom she offers market-based pay and benefits. Um, and it was like very helpful for her. Yeah. She's trying to still pay her employees. And I think that's really important to remember. Yeah. I mean, although they may be making like influencer money, they were still making real money outside of just social media. They still may have employees. And I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think it should be something that's um, that's important. Also, uh, um, something going on in the world of Hamilton 
Justin, very excited about this. What, what yeah. do we have? Well, no, they were also in, involved in the PPP loans. They got a $30 million loan. Wait. But why wouldn't they? Wait, Hamilton got a $30 million yes. loan? So what exactly, why? To keep to keep it going so it can come back? Or? It was the PPP loans for relief during the uh, COVID crisis. And they might get another $20 million in the future, I was reading. Correct. Wow. Yeah, I think it's good, though. I mean, listen, when Broadway shut down, mm-hmm. it shut down for a year. Nobody saw that coming. They have to be able to take care of their families. And I, Well, I apparently, I'm, I'm actually looking deeper into this article right now. They, had, uh, they were obviously on Broadway, but they had four shows on tour. And under the rules set up uh, for the government shuttered venue operators grant program, uh, they were they were eligible for ten million dollars each for lost well, revenue. Also, so. the Hamilton continued to pay health insurance costs for all former employees through the pandemic, okay, see. and had made emergency cash grants as well. See, I think so. That's, it's yes. there's a lot more involved health insurance coverage, um, all of the things, financial assistance. Thirty million dollars when you give it to all of those people, yeah. it's not that much money over the course of a year plus. But also, I don't know why this is news. I mean, we were in a global pandemic. Anybody that can get an extra coin should have an extra coin. Listen, I'll tell you this. This is this is the conservative versus progressive sort of argument always. And I come from a very conservative place in Ohio. Even people there that are on welfare, that make minimum wage, that have kind of kind of crappy lives, work in factories, still think, well, I earn my money. I don't believe in handouts. Well, I, so did the I Broadway stars. Exactly, but they don't it's see it that way. It's not their fault that the world shut down. Listen, That's you. silly. I hear you. And listen, as an entertainer and somebody who dealt with a great loss through gigs and even my partner losing her gigs, those PPPs would have been very, very beneficial. Yep. All right, well, coming up in the next hour, Paula Kinney joins us as Cosby is now a free man and cannot be recharged. How she feels about it coming up next. I'd like to run away. We've still got three more hours of this thing to get through. Good Lord. It's a lot today. It's a heavy day. We're talking about Donald Trump's organization getting uh, indicted. Uh, What does that mean for him? You've got the latest on that coming up in News on the Beat in just a moment. We're also covering the Britney Spears uh, story. Uh, She made a plea last week to have her father removed as her conservator. Uh, a judge ruled on that just yesterday. We've got details for that and what's popping coming up. We're also talking about Bill Cosby. He's out of prison. What does that mean? We've got our marriage and family therapist, uh, James Gay, calling in to help us work through the trauma. If you are a survivor of any sort of sexual trauma or assault, uh, I'm sure you must be having all sorts of emotions today, and we're going to do our best to help you work through them. Um, or you can just turn us off and get angry, whatever yeah. you need to do. Uh, but we have a lot coming up. We also have attorney Paula Canny calling in to talk about the legalities of all of this. It's a big show. Lots happening in the last 24 hours, so we should write, uh, probably get right to news on the beat. Yep, you got it. A grand jury in Manhattan has indicted the Trump Organization, the former president's namesake company, and one of its top executives. People familiar with the matter say the charges are related to alleged tax crimes tied to an inquiry into employee perks such as rent-free homes, car leases, and bonuses. The indictment will likely be unsealed today. Trump himself isn't expected to be charged, his lawyer said. The DA's indictment would be the first to charge the Trump company with criminal conduct following several federal and state prosecutorial inquiries during his administration. Now, in other news, uh, after three years in prison, Bill Cosby is a free man. Pennsylvania's Supreme Court yesterday overturned his sexual assault conviction, saying that his due process rights were violated when he was charged and convicted. The disgraced actor, once known as America's Dad, was sentenced to three to ten years in state prison for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constant at his home in 2004, the first high-profile celebrity criminal trial of the Me Too era. 
News of Cosby's release came as a shock and betrayal for many of the women who accused him of assaulting them. Actress Felicia Rashad, his Cosby show co-star and longtime friend, celebrated the decision. You know, I'm just going to be totally transparent. And as my best friend, I think you already feel and know this. I came in this morning and I was doing my thing and I was like not really feeling anything. And then I think that as we continue having these conversations and look in depth, it is exhausting. And if you're a woman today or a sexual assault survivor, you know, coming off of pride and just hearing these stories about Brittany and Bill, if you're feeling like you're sort of like getting pulled into this funk, like it's totally okay. And like times are really crazy right now. Yeah, I will say this, uh, full transparency, our marriage and family therapist, James Gay, we already interviewed him earlier this morning. He's obviously very busy. He's got a full-time practice. Uh, he's got clients all day long. He was kind enough to jump on the line with us this morning to pre-record an interview that we're gonna share with you in our final hour. Um, because this story happened so quickly. It happened yesterday after we were off the air and we wanted to really talk to him and just get help for any of our listeners who are going through it right now or feeling some sort of emotional, maybe you're a survivor of a, of a sexual assault. Um, so I think it probably just stirred up a lot of emotions for you, Michaela, because you do what you do. You put yourself out there as we both do every single day. We make ourselves vulnerable. Uh, we try to connect with our listeners and we try to be a voice for the voiceless. Uh, and that's not always easy. Yeah. So if you needed to sit back and relax for the rest of the day, I'll carry the show. I adore you. Thank you for that space you always provide. And also, just to anybody listening, if you feel weird, it's all good. I do too. It's like a weird day. It's been a, it's been a weird couple of years. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, it has. I mean, just, just, just think about this. Our main stories today are a new scary, deadly variant of COVID, which we've been dealing with for a year and a half. Donald Trump, his organization being indicted. That's another story we're dealing with. And now Bill Cosby is out of prison after being accused of rape and assault by 60 women. 60. While Britney Spears. While Britney Spears. Still is being taken. Can't take her IUD out. I mean, that's what we're talking about right now. Today is an interesting day. It's a culmination of years of stories that are sort of coming to a head right now. And it's very, very clear that if you're a man with money, you live in one world. And if you're a female, regardless of your power, regardless of your money, men can still make money off of you and make decisions for you. Totally. That's sort of where we are today. The first day out of Pride Month. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. All right, well, listen, let's get into a little weather. Summer is here, and it's queer. It's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be really nice. Thank God for McDonald's. They always bring me back to my happy place. They do. They remind me of Vivian. I'm like, all right, let's do the McDonald's. (laughs) It's going to be a high of 75 in Seattle, 86 in Atlanta, 84 in Baltimore with light showers, 72 in Chicago, 81 in St. Louis, and 109 in Indio. Now, at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid strawberry watermelon slushie. From the cafe fraps and smoothies for just two bucks. Now give us a vibe of the day. This is a lot easier said than done, but here you go. If you can dance and be free and not be embarrassed, you can rule the world. I love that. Maybe today is not the day to dance, but when you can. Maybe just in go for interpretive it. dance. Miming? Does miming count as dancing? Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Coming up, Bill Cosby is a free man, but how did this happen? Paula Kenny joins us next. So things took a major turn yesterday in the uh, Bill Cosby case, and it's almost weird to even call it a case because for most of us, we thought it was done and dusted. He's in prison for life. Uh, his 60 accusers uh, got 
some sort of justice, I guess. Uh, but then yesterday, a Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned the ruling, and he was released. He is a free man once again. Uh, here to help us make sense of it all from a legal perspective, our favorite attorney, Paula Canny. Paula, thank you for being here. How are you? I'm great. How are you? We're okay. I feel like we've been reaching out to you a lot lately, and not I always know. for the reasons we want to. Exhausting. I love it. I love talking to you, AJ. <laughs> I love talking to you, Michaela. I love it. It's the perfect way to start my day. Well, we adore you. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that women and sexual abuse survivors are, are, are all feeling a type of way, but I'm going to really... I, I always want men to feel included, but I, I, I think that really for women, especially after the news of Britney Spears not being able to take over her own conservatorship. Mm -hmm. It's a day, Paula. It's an emotional one. It's a weird one. What is going on? I I want everybody to feel better about everything. So I'm going to try and explain what happened in Bill Cosby, because I didn't understand it until I read the Pennsylvania Supreme Court decision. The majority decision is 79 pages long. And it sets forth the reason why the Supreme Court reversed uh, Cosby's conviction. So, in sum, the, the incident happened in January of 2004. It wasn't disclosed until the spring of 2005. It was investigated by the district attorney's office for Montgomery County. And that DA concluded Uh, They couldn't prove the case against Cosby beyond a reasonable doubt for a bunch of different reasons. And I was a prosecutor, so I get that. So then the prosecutor, to try to help victim, says to Cosby's attorney, he will not prosecute Cosby. Therefore, Cosby can't uh, use his Fifth Amendment right Paula, I'm going to actually stop you right there because what you're saying is so important, but unfortunately the connection is bad, so we're going to ask you to call back in, and while we do... Um, we'll discuss sort of... So she's talking about... So basically what she's saying here is that uh, this was tried. Uh, they couldn't try him and find him guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. So part of the agreement was that I believe he couldn't be tried again uh, which has kind of brought us to where we are now. Because as it turns out, um, some things that were maybe inadmissible were actually used to convict him. And so that's why I think this was overturned. Am I correct, Paula Canny, uh, joining us once again? So they tried him, could not find him guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. And so in that, they weren't allowed to use some of that evidence or retry him for the same thing again. And that's what this has to do with? No, it's slightly different. Okay. It's the prosecutor promised the Cosby lawyers he would never be prosecuted. So Cosby gave a deposition, and he made some admissions. Then he paid the alleged victim roughly three, almost $4 million in a civil settlement. All of the pleadings in the case were sealed until 2015, and then they were unsealed. Then a newly elected district attorney document and use that as the basis of the prosecution so that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court you can't do that. Prosecutors can't make a promise, can't make a deal, can't cause people to act in a way that hurts themselves and then go back on their word. And so that's what's wrong with the case. 
Mm. Do you understand? It would be like me promising you, say, oh, you know, do something for me, AJ, and then you do it. And then I'm like, wah, wah, fooled you. So it sounds to me, so it sounds to me like this is not the Supreme Court saying Bill Cosby didn't do these things. Like he's admitted to the, some of these things in depositions or on, on on tape. We have the they have the audio of that. Of course, it's not available to us, but they're not saying uh-huh. he didn't do these things. They're saying Correct. he did he did these things under the understanding that it wouldn't be used against him. And then a decade Correct. a decade later, that's Got exactly it. what they did. Correct. Correct. So I mean, it's sort of it it, it whether whatever Bill Cosby did and the the other issue that you raise. The, uh, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court specifically did not address finding it, quote, moot, because they already decided that the prosecutor committed a, a violation of due process by, you know, prosecuting him when the earlier prosecutor had promised not to. And that induced, you know, Cosby to rely on that representation and participate in this civil suit. So, I mean... As a criminal defense lawyer and as a former prosecutor, I would never promise somebody something and then when they relied on that promise, go back on it. It's just it's now that I understand that it it makes complete sense. Uh, why the Pennsylvania Supreme Court reversed the conviction. Well, it's it's so interesting because as just a a, a casual observer of our judicial system, sometimes it seems super, super, super frustrating, more often than not, to be fair. But this is set up in a way that sometimes this works out in the favor of the good guy also. So it, it cuts both ways, it sounds like. Well, I mean, it does cut both ways, but I mean, the court said that prosecutors are bound by their assurances. Mm. Prosecutors uh, can't can't do this. They're bound in the same. It is disturbing to me, actually, that a prosecutor, a government agent, would represent to somebody a, a certain thing, and then a subsequently elected official would be like, oh, I don't care what that guy said. Who cares? And I'm in a uh, you know, go after them. I mean, it is kind of it is kind of crazy. I think it's important that all of us be able to rely on what a government official says. I mean, we have to have some integrity uh, here. And then at the same time, I totally get how sexual assault victims must feel like, oh, my gosh, our right. Who cares about us? But in the bigger picture, I don't think at all that's what the the Pennsylvania Supreme Court is saying. Of course, who could who wants sexual assault? Sexual assault is awful. And at the same time, who wants government officials lying to people? That's awful. So, and once again, we have a big mess in the you know criminal justice system. Yeah. I, I mean, we live in a messy world. Yeah, it sounds like there's no winners unless your name is Bill Cosby. To be yeah. fair, I mean, everybody sort of loses in this situation. Yeah, because I feel like even though it's like the government and nobody like meant to, and he just it's just just a simple fact of he can't be recharged. He's free. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, he's free and he gets to walk around like with no consequences. And I think that's frustrating. Uh, but we are going to continue our conversation with you, Paula Candy, because we wanted to discuss somebody who did not get their freedom yesterday. Britney Spears. Right. Uh, it's a devastating story. Also, uh, Trump is back in the headlines. We're going to continue talking about this next. Ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing at me when I said, no, ma'am, they should be in jail. 
Their cool tactics working for Miley Cyrus as she smokes on joints and stage at the VMAs. Nothing is ever done to this generation for doing wrong things. But my precious body who's worked for my dad for the past 13 years, trying to be so good and pretty, so perfect when he works me so hard. When I do everything I'm told in the state of California, allowed my father, ignorant father to take his own daughter who only has a role with me if I work with him. They set back the whole course and allowed him to do that to me. That's giving these people I've worked for way too much control. Okay, so it's been a it's been a wild twenty four hours of legal sort of stories and 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 rulings that have come out that are way above our pay grade. Things yeah. we don't fully understand, but that have us feeling all sorts of emotions. So here to bring her legal expertise once again, our favorite attorney Paula Canny. Um, you know, we just spoke about uh, this Bill Cosby case a moment ago. If y'all missed that conversation, download the Odyssey app and listen as a podcast. Uh, we're going to dive into Britney Spears right now because while Bill Cosby was freed uh, yesterday, a ruling came down that Britney Spears is still very much in the conservatorship uh, under the rule, essentially, of her father. Uh, how did this happen? Right. Well, it, this, too, is super messy. So the Britney's lawyers petitioned to remove her dad as conservator of her estate. So remember, there's two kinds of conservatorships. One of the person that controls what your day-to-day stuff is. The other is of the estate, which controls money. So the judge denied Brittany's request to remove her father as conservator of the estate. Instead, the judge added a co-conservator, Bessemer Trust, Still, Britney's lawyers haven't petitioned to terminate the conservatorships. That's what's making me crazy. I'm like, lawyers, step up, file a motion to terminate the conservatorship because there's different criteria to decide how to do it. The judge hasn't been asked to terminate her conservatorship, and somebody needs to do that for Brittany. But Paula, why? Why haven't they? I have no idea. I mean, it is crazy. It is crazy. There's a Jody Montgomery is the conservatorship of the person is the conservator of the person. She's a private fiduciary. And then you have now Bessemer Trust and Britney's father running her money. At the same time, like I've said earlier, it is really hard to get a conservatorship generally over people in the state of California. So it is astounding to me that nobody has petitioned the court to remove the conservatorship because clearly from Brittany's quotes, she kind of knows what's going on, which is she doesn't want to be told what to do. And guess what? In the state of California, the government or private people appointed by the government isn't supposed to tell us what to do. So it is it is profoundly disturbing. Okay, so have you seen the movie I Care a Lot? Do you know the film I'm talking about, Rosamund Pike? It came out this year. So intense. I haven't seen okay. it, and I'm going to watch it. I feel like you need crazy. to. Because oh, wait, it, I have. No, I, 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 it was so disturbing. Yes, the, the, I couldn't watch the end of it. Yeah, it, it was, was hard, so upsetting. So basically, this is how I feel about this, because this character yeah. in this film takes on basically these accounts of these senior citizens yeah. who have no living relatives anymore, and they just yeah. drain them of their money. And those people have no idea what's going on. Then by the time they do realize, they have nothing to do about it. It feels like Britney Spears is one of these seniors right now who's being taken advantage of, and there's nothing she can do about it. Well, I mean, in a way, I totally get that. But the irony of this case is that Britney's dad 
is trying to preserve her estate. I mean, her estate has actually grown under the conservatorship. And then at the same time, the conservators make more money per month than Brittany is given in an allowance. Mm. The conservator fees are almost 20 grand a month in payment. And Brittany gets like two grand a month. So it's crazy. And she's worth $60 million. I mean, she did that. Nobody else can sing and dance like Britney, not her dad, not Bessemer Trust. Britney did that, so she should get to control how she spends her money and what she does with her life. I, I couldn't live off of two grand a month. At all, at all, but I... I oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's two grand a, a week. week. It's eight grand a month. All right, that's a little but better. Still, still kind of tight. Half. <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's not, but it's her... half. It's what the conservators are making. But it's her money. And I I, I think where I don't understand is how they're able to regulate IUDs in her body, how they're able to regulate lithium that she's taking. I mean, at one point, I actually, before we talked to you, I thought they surely must have just paid off the judge so the judge would keep the conservatorship (laughs) in Jamie's name. I mean, it's not like the most unheard of thing. Well, I mean, I don't want to be, I would hate to think that a Los Angeles Superior Court judge, I, I don't think it's that. I think it started when this whole thing started in 2008. Brittany wasn't well represented. She had a right to a jury trial to fight the conservatorship. And as she said, she didn't want to rock the boat. She didn't. So she agreed to this. And now it's like, what is it? 13 years later, she's like, oh, my gosh, how is this still here? And I'm saying to her, Brittany or anybody close to Brittany, go get a good conservatorship lawyer in Los Angeles and petition to terminate the conservatorship. Paula Canny, I just adore you every single time you call in. You know, there's a lot going on at the Trump Organization right now. We're going to find out more as the day goes on. If there's any chance you're available tomorrow, we might be calling you again. I'm just saying. I sure hope so. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much for joining us and breaking it all down, as always. Now, coming up, keeping up with Britney Spears, another A-list celebrity is talking about the abuse she witnessed from Jamie Spears, Britney's father, and we discuss next. I'm going to share it with us because it's important to keep these stories going, even though Pride Month is very much over. Uh, it is 365 days a year here at Channel Q. Also coming up in our next hour, we're joined by marriage and family therapist James Gay talking about the trauma of, of seeing your assaulter, uh, whether it's sexual or physical assault, uh, go to prison and then be released like Bill Cosby was yesterday. I can't even imagine how uh, women and, and, and victims of abuse around the world are feeling right now. Uh, but yet here we are having this conversation yet again. Uh, Britney Spears is fighting for her life. Uh, these women are not being heard or seen. It's, it's frustrating. Uh, but we're going to keep having the conversations that need to be had so that we don't have as many of these conversations in the future, hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. How are you Absolutely. doing, Michaela? I'm good, babe. I mean, you know, listen, we're very, very close. So you always treat me with so much compassion and, and leave space for me to have the emotions that I'm having. And I just encourage everybody, if you see a woman, you know, if you run into a woman, you don't know what her, her story is. And, you know, I, I know that men have been sexually abused, but women predominantly uh, endure abuse throughout their life sexually and even when you think it's not going to trigger them or you it it does and so just kind of if you see a woman walking around the street today maybe just give her an extra nod or just a little nice smile because I feel triggered today and I I didn't think I was going to but I think that with the news of Bill Cosby the same day as Britney Spears it's just a lot and I'm tired a nod or a smile or acceptable don't hug them 
Yeah, don't touch. You don't, don't need to touch Don't touch him. him. Don't try to ask him to explain how they're feeling to no, you. No, no. Just, just give give a little extra love. Yeah, just get a just send a little like I love you vibes today. Yeah. Yeah, to your girls. I like that. Hey, I love you. I love you, man. All right. How about some news on the beat? All right. Well, the Supreme Court today upheld two election laws in the 2020 battleground state of Arizona that challengers said make it harder for minorities to vote. The case was an important test for what's left of one of the nation's most important civil rights laws, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, which the Supreme Court scaled back in 2013. A remaining provision allows lawsuits claiming that voting changes would put minority voters at a disadvantage in electing candidates of their choice. Civil rights groups were hoping the Supreme Court would use the Arizona case to strengthen their ability to challenge the dozens of post-2020 voting restrictions imposed by Republican legislatures in the wake of Donald Trump's feet, uh, defeat. I'm sorry. The 6-3 ruling uh, today said Arizona did not violate the Voting Rights Act when it passed a law in 2016, allowing only voters, their family members, or their caregivers to collect and deliver a completed ballot. The court also upheld a longstanding state policy requiring election officials to throw out ballots accidentally cast in the wrong precincts. Now let's get into a little bit of weather. Summer's here and it's queer and it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 82 in Los Angeles today, 106 in Vegas, 109 in Palm Springs, 91 in Houston, 66 in San Francisco, 75 in Seattle, and 86 in Atlanta. Now give us a vibe. Oh, I'm sorry. At McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid strawberry watermelon slushie or McCafe fraps and smoothies for just two bucks. Now give us a vibe of the day. This might be a little easier said than done today, and that's okay. But when you can, uh, if you can dance and be free and not be embarrassed, you can rule the world. Yeah. Find that joy again. Find your joy. All right, coming up, an openly gay TV actress has met with homophobic slurs. She happens to be a friend of mine, and she's joining us to discuss the Pride event that turned so sour coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now, as we wrap up Pride Month, it's super important to remember that, you know, if you live here in Los Angeles or in your New York or Chicago, you might think that, you know, our cities are safe. We don't have to go through what people go through in small towns across the country and around the world. Uh, But Pride Month is very much 365 days a year here at Channel Q. And even if you are in one of these major cities, as we've heard recently from stories we've shared here on the Morning Beat. Uh, not always as safe as you think you are. Now, Michaela, uh, something happened to a friend of yours recently, and we want to share that with our listeners. Yeah, so it's super unfortunate. While Lisa and I were celebrating Pride in Denver, and we were so excited to get back to regular life, we talked last week about one of my best friends who was kicked out of El Tejano for kissing her date. She is a lesbian. And when I was on my IG stories this weekend, I saw a friend of mine and Lisa's. She's also a huge YouTuber activist, um, also in a love tale on BET+. Uh, she had a story, and I'm going to let her explain what happened in the homophobia that she endured. Um, so, Amber Whittington, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hi, good morning. So, we're so upset with what happened to you. So, break it down, what happened and what you dealt with this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And, yes, I am upset, but I also don't carry that with me. You know, we all go through things, and um, I just feel like I'm glad it happened to me so that I can avoid it for someone else. You know what I mean? Like, I want to just say it was a pride event and somebody was, um, they, this establishment was posing as a BET pride event. Now, like you just shared, I am on BET and I'm before my show, which is also LGBT. It has LGBTQ characters, which is 
big for BET. Before the show went on BET, I already kind of worked with BET as an influencer. So when I saw that my friend was hosting this BET Pride event, I was like, oh, that's awesome, whatever. So he invited us, put us on his list. So when we got there, the first thing I did was, hey, is this a BET Pride event? And they were like, yes. And then we were like, okay, great, because there was no one outside. And so we were just like, okay, great. Um, yeah, we're on the list. And so right away, they were hesitant to even let us in. Like, it was me and my friend. We were waiting for one more girl, but it was my friend also that is a masculine woman. And so when we were there, they were just, like, looking around, and they were just debating. So then I was just like, oh, okay. I happened to mention, I was like, because it seemed like it was a problem. So then I mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, we're also on the list because we're with the host. But I also work with BET. If there's a BET rep, I don't mind talking to them. I'm sure it'd be okay for us to, to get in because – the whole thing was like when we walked up there looking like, uh, should we let them in kind of thing. So then when we did that, they pretty much were like, he was like, I'm the BET rep. You're going to have to pay this amount to get in. So we looked, my friend just walked up. She drove all the way for, from an hour. So we were like, okay. So I paid $50 each for us to get in. As soon as we stepped in, we realized, number one, it's, it's, there's not anybody there, but I realized right away by walking around and looking quickly, it wasn't a BET event. And that was my whole thing is like, I knew that if it was, I was going to get the money back, but that wasn't even the thing. It was just, they were fronting, they were rude to us in the front. But then I realized later as we, as I came back out, they pretty much, the guy called me a B word for saying that I'm, that I brought a BET and I wanted my money back. And I was just like, well, you guys acted as one thing. And then, long story short, we decided to just, like, let's just go. But as soon as we were walking away, somebody came out to say, hey, Amber, you're, like, talk to me about my content. And while I was still standing in the front, I could hear the guy saying, I don't know why we let those dykes in, those wannabe men in anyway. Like, and so now I understand why there was hesitancy and why they charge us this money. I turned around and I was like, excuse me, what did you say? Because he didn't expect me to still be there. And I was like, I know a man, especially as a black man, I was like, I know as a black man, you didn't just comment on us as we walked away. I know that didn't just happen. And like, I know you didn't say homophobic things. And I just kind of looked at him and I was really calm. So as I started film, it just really sat, it didn't sit right with me. Like there was a whole lot to the situation, but out of all the times that it's happened, this one did not sit right. So when I got home and it was late, I was like, you know what, I'm going to share what I have. And I'm going to tell people because this was the way this manager handled it and started calling me a B word and all this stuff right away, but then commented on us later showed me like explain why they didn't want to let us in in the first place. So, um, and, and what's crazy is it was an LGBT event. So, um, as I posted it, there are a lot of people were pouring in and said, this establishment has been sued for being um, homophobic and being rude to black women specifically. And then I, and then stories started pouring in. And as it started pouring in, that's when I was like, okay, I can't let this go because this establishment seems to have issues. Now the manager was the one that was rude to me, but then throughout the weekend, the stuff that you saw on the Kayla was actually coming from the owner that wasn't even there. Wow. And he was being um, openly homophobic and even expressing in the business page and on his personal page that they are lesbian phobic, which I just heard for the first time, but pretty much he was explaining he doesn't like masculine women. He doesn't like lesbians. And so that was the experience that we're getting. And it was just weird that this establishment keeps wanting to have LGBT nights to profit off our community. 
Well, I went so, on his anyway. page. I went on the owner's page and he did. He was still and is continuing to make jokes about lesbians and more masculine lesbians. I happened to date a more masculine lesbian. And when I told her what happened, she said, yeah, it's it's actually quite common. And I think it's just really important that we bring light to this, not because we want to focus on you know the negative, but we have to tell these stories because I think that people constantly ask, why do we celebrate pride? Why do we have to have these moments? And in Los Angeles, uh, this is happening this type of homophobia it's crazy yeah no it's so crazy i just i i can't even believe that that is happening especially from a place that wants to benefit like i said benefit off of the community but then only let certain amount of the community in well that, that um, that part sadly doesn't shock me at all we've seen you know how capitalism at play recently and how all these corporations and different companies are trying to act like they support us by using a rainbow logo or whatever it is that they do to try to show support and make money off of us um but mm-hmm. i i'm just glad that you shared your story because it it, it is so multi-layered right you know we're all fighting whatever fight it is that's most important in our lives uh but if you're a member of this community you're fighting other fights beyond that you know as a as a queer black woman uh, you're dealing with that you're dealing with colorism you're dealing with sexism you're dealing with all sorts of things um so every time somebody like you comes on and shares their story uh it positively impacts somebody somewhere mm-hmm. so thank you for doing that keep shining your light keep shining your bright star because first of all you're stunning by the way i'm is looking she at you so online you're so pretty. <laughs> i know and also so is her sister and her sister's so funny too they're so sweet together um she's so supportive of you so i'm sure she had a lot to say but if people want to mm-hmm. check you out too they can see you on a positive note in a love tale on bet plus congratulations and thank you so much for calling in and just sharing what what happened this weekend's happy pride month yeah of course i just want to tell everyone listen don't be afraid. Your representation, all stories are are really important. And the more that we share them, the more that we can connect and more we can support each other and make sure situations like this don't happen anymore. We can limit them and um, or we can hold people accountable. And that's all I want to do is hold people accountable so it doesn't ho- happen to the next person. And I love y'all. Stay amazing and happy Pride Month. Coming up, a queer barbershop owner has stern words for a youngster caught tearing down her pride flag. And we've got those details coming up next. Pride Month may be officially over. However, Pride is 365 days a year here at Channel Q. And if you are a member of our community, it is 365 days a year for you as well because we are never allowed uh, the privilege of forgetting who we are. Absolutely. We are constantly reminded uh, by a-holes like this guy in Brooklyn, New York, uh, who just terrorized um, a black-owned LGBTQ barbershop uh, throughout the entire month. We don't know if he terrorized them the entire month, but somebody has been doing these acts. So, just to set the tone for this, on June 21st, a surveillance footage uh, captured this young man on a scooter uh, riding past. It's called Camera Ready Kutz. Uh, and then he jumps off a scooter, jumps up multiple times to try to tear down the pride flag that's hanging out front of this barbershop. Come shop, on. Right? And um, in the process, injures his arm. Which I'm like, what an idiot. Too funny. What a moron. But apparently the owner, Kane Kutzwell, um, well, I'll let you listen to Kane describe what's going on this entire Pride Month in their own words. What's going on, everybody? It's Kane Kutzwell, Camera Ready Cuts. And uh, today I have a tip. Tip Tuesday. My tip is simple. Just love all people. You know, it takes more energy and it takes more headspace to hate. So just love. All right. 
when you do negative things to people, it comes back to you so in some way, shape, form, or fashion tenfold. Know that. Well, she's talking about this because also apparently, and this is, I'm just reading this right now, there's a dead rat left at the shop's back door mm-hmm. and multiple piles of dog doo-doo around the shop. Throughout the month of June. That's just awful. It's so dumb and it's so mean. And also, it, it's just... A reminder that even in the place, like we talked about it here in Los Angeles, you know, we, we've had a couple stories just recently. Your, you know, a good friend of yours was uh, kicked out of a bar recently for being discriminated against. Just moments ago, we had actress uh, Amber Weddington from Amber's Closet on our show talking about the homophobia she experienced at a television network event, she thought, uh, put on by her own network yes. celebrating Pride. Yes. And still faced with discrimination. Uh, so this is happening in Brooklyn. One of my good friends, my very, very best friend in the entire world on the whole planet. Her name is Elena. She's my, my very best. Number one. Give me a lobotomy. Above and beyond everybody else I've ever met in my whole Thank entire you life. So much. <laughs> <laughs> Mama she, Kath, call your side. <laughs> she lives she lives in Brooklyn. And Brooklyn is it's it's a place of like hipsters and artisans and just sort of free love and 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 the Brooklyn of today is very much about that vibe. So to hear that this young man felt so compelled to spread such hatred yeah. uh, is is shocking, sort of, but a reminder that it can happen anywhere. I know that's what kind of bums me out when we do the stories about homophobia happening in L.A. or Brooklyn, or you know, we already have such a big fight in more of the red states. Yeah, imagine what it's like in towns. Mississippi and Alabama. That's, I mean, if they're feeling this comfortable in such liberal places, you can only imagine how devastating it is. Well, you know, so we had this young man on our show last year from my hometown, Kyle Bruce, and Kyle. Uh, they just had their second annual Pride event this last weekend. We were in Denver, so we couldn't be there but we did send videos that they showed at the event so thank you for that by the way um but uh, that entire small town pride the first ever pride in my hometown was started last june because time after time after time he would hang a rainbow flag outside he and his mother of their home in my hometown and it was stolen over and over again and then there was graffiti spray painted on their house and car his car uh and so they decided to take action and this weekend, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and vendors, local vendors, showed up and had an even larger Pride event than they had last year. They had four drag queens perform. Wow! In my hometown Amazing. On Saturday, so fun. I mean, they're they're not. I mean, they're not like maybe RuPaul's Drag Race caliber. To be fair, that's okay. But they're queens and they were doing their thing. Yes. Maybe next year we'll get you know get Nina West up to there to my hometown or something. Of course. Um, I mean, listen, it's been a struggle in the pandemic. So to see that Kyle is able to like persevere and make a second. Pride, small town pride. I think it's so great. Mm. And I think that he's, uh, honestly, we should have him back on the show. I think that he's leading by example, showing the importance. I'll say this very quickly. I made a, I'm releasing a small video today for my single that I released yesterday, Cry Love. And it's, it's amazing, just, by the way. Thank you so much. It's just about protecting our community and loving ourselves. But I wanted to include um, the importance of it. And so I have slipped in different um, <clears throat> news headlines just from 2021. And they're horrific. I mean, just the headlines from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mm-hmm. It is so necessary. Just to- keep in mind we're only six months in, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up, big news is headed uh, is is leaving the View. One of the uh, the co-hosts. Uh, it's not shocking, but we're going to discuss next. I've got a bed too, and I'd rather be in my own tonight. My bed's really comfortable. Yes. I don't want to be in yours. I want to be in yours too. You have a nice bed. I do. We got a new California King this year, and the mattress is incredible. Amazing. Oh, you know what else is incredible? Go on. 
all the new things we're doing here at Odyssey. It's a super, super exciting time to be a part of the Odyssey family. So when you're listening to Channel Q on the Odyssey app, as you should be, we are also a podcast, just a friendly reminder. Uh, Make sure to look for your own new exclusive stations. That's right. You're going to find even more music to listen to, like Beyonce Radio, music curated just Mm -hmm. for you off of your love of Bay, or maybe even Lady Gaga Radio, if that's more uh, your vibe, Club Odyssey, I'm 290s. There's so many choices. Uh, Simply download the Odyssey app, that is A-U-D-A-C-Y, and discover hundreds of new exclusive music stations. Rumor has it, we're getting a Broadway station as well. Wow. That was my request. You're very excited about this. very, very gay. And I'm okay with it. It's okay. I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it. Get used to it. Right now, though, it is time for another round of what's popping. What do you got for us? All right, well, I don't know how shocking this is, but the announcement has been made. Megan McCain is bidding farewell to The View. The conservative co-host is set to announce, um, or she did announce her resignation, ending her four-season run. Um, but ABC said they tried to keep her, but she was adamant that it's the right time for her to leave. Now, what's weird is she still had two years left in her contract, and just in mid-January was on Andy Cohen, Watch What Happens Live, and she said, whether we like it or not, I'm not going anywhere. Joy's not going anywhere. We all have to live and coexist together just like Americans right now. Um, but she's exiting the show. Well, here's, here's the thing. I used to love Megan McCain. You love her. I was like, she's a type of Republican I could get down with. I didn't mind John McCain either. I've always sort of respected him, even when I disagreed with him. Yeah. She's become angry the last few years, I think. And I don't really enjoy her as much as I used to. Also, lived through a pandemic and had a baby this year. And also, Those things change you. Trump, who was the president at the time of the United States, really tried to come for her dad. Well, of course. In well, a very public way. So she was put in the position of being sort of anti-Trump and pro-Republican and pro-conservative values at the same time for those whole four years. That's tricky. And she's dealing with Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar. Joy's a lot. Joy's a lot. The older Joy gets, the less less F she she gets. And you know, think about it. She's only three years older than me. She's 36 years old. It's not that old. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, she started that show when she was 32. She was a baby. Wow. Also, we're seeing live right now President Biden, speaking of presidents, our current president is meeting with the first responders of the building collapse down in Florida. Um, this is where I think he shines. I just want to call this out because I think this is where he's at his absolute best. The empathy he has is something we've lacked for four years in this yeah. country. Uh, so it's nice to see him down there sort of consoling everybody for their hard work right now and just kind of just being there during a time of crisis. Absolutely. All right. Well, coming up in our final hour, we're uh, being joined for Therapy Thursdays with uh, marriage and family therapist James Gay on uh, the re-traumatization after an assaulter gets out. We're discussing Bill Cosby being a free man. Coming up next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Coming up this hour, we've got our marriage and family therapist, James Gay, calling in to help us work through some of these emotions of uh, Michaela's TikTok going off live on the air repeatedly. Johnny and, Sibley <laughs> screaming bloody murder. And also, uh, the Bill Cosby turnaround, it's just been, it's appalling to see what's happened uh, with the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Um, and people have emotions about it. It's, it's, it's triggering if you're a woman, a sexual assault survivor. Uh, it's a lot. So we've got our therapist joining us. If you're having some emotions as well, you're not alone. Uh, Stick around for a conversation with James Gay in about 13 minutes from right now. Uh, And then a little bit later on, I think we're actually going to do a checking in segment this this hour. We haven't done one in a couple of weeks, but uh, every now and then it's important to just kind of get a hold of your emotions. 
Britney Spears, her conservatorship uh, was denied. The, the turnaround of that was denied. Uh, she's asking to take her dad off of her conservatorship. That was denied. Also, Donald Trump could be going to prison. Uh, Bill Cosby's out of prison. Uh, what's going on down in Florida is just devastating. We see President uh, Biden there right now trying to console some of the some of the frontline workers. It's just a lot right now. It's a lot. Uh, the Delta variant is now in all 50 states. It's a lot. So we're going to do a checking in segment a little bit later on. So stick around for that. Uh, right now, though, it's time for news on the beat. Michaela, what do you got? Well, a grand jury in Manhattan has indicted the Trump organization, the former president's namesake company, and one of its top executives. People familiar with the matter say the charges are related to alleged tax crimes tied to an inquiry into employees' perks, such as rent-free homes, car leases, and bonuses. The indictment will likely be unsealed today. Trump himself is not expected to be charged, his lawyer said. The DA's indictment would be the first to charge the Trump company with criminal conduct following several federal and state prosecutorial inquiries during his administration. Uh, We're going to continue having that conversation tomorrow, though, so do tune in. Now, in other news, after three years in prison, Bill Cosby is a free man. Pennsylvania's Supreme Court yesterday overturned his sexual assault conviction, saying that his due process rights were violated when he was charged and convicted. The disgraced actor, once known as America's Dad, was sentenced to three to ten years in state prison for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constant at his home in 2004, the first high-profile celebrity criminal trial of the Me Too era. News of Cosby's release came as a shock and betrayal for many of the women who accused him of assaulting them. Actress Felicia Rashad, his Cosby Show co-star and longtime friend, celebrated the decision. Uh, we had a great conversation with Paula Canny. If you missed that, go to uh, you can download our podcast at odyssey.com. Now, rounding out news on the beat, the Supreme Court today upheld two election laws in the 2020 battleground state of Arizona that challengers said make it harder for minorities to vote. The case was an important test for what's left of one of the nation's most important civil rights laws. The Voting Rights Act of 1965, which the Supreme Court scaled back in 2013, a remaining provision allows lawsuits claiming that voting changes would put minority voters at a disadvantage in electing candidates of their choice. Civil rights groups were hoping the Supreme Court would use the Arizona case to strengthen their ability to challenge the dozens of post-2020 voting restrictions imposed by Republican legislatures in the wake of Donald Trump's defeat. The 6-3 ruling said Arizona did not violate the Voting Rights Act when it passed a law in 2016, allowing only voters, their family members, or their caregivers to collect and deliver a completed ballot. The court also upheld a long-standing state policy requiring election officials to throw out ballots accidentally cast in the wrong precincts. Now let's get into a little bit of weather. Summer is here and it's definitely queer. And it's brought to you by McDonald's. It'll be a high of 86 in Atlanta, 86 in Baltimore, 77 in Cleveland, 91 in Sacramento, 109 in Indio, and 109 in Cathedral City. Uh, at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushy or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just two bucks. Now hit us with the vibe of the day. This is easier said than done today especially, but if you can dance and can be free and not be embarrassed, you can rule the world. I love that. People gravitate towards that. The people who are uncomfortable are always ones who are a little bit jealous. I'm jealous of it. This is a quote by Amy Poehler. Anybody who's just unabashedly themselves is the sexiest, coolest thing in the world to me. Yeah. Be yourself, guys. It's okay. Even if you're insecure, be be all of the things out loud. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up is Therapy Thursdays and uh, marriage and family therapist James Gay is joining us on re-traumatization after your assaulter gets out. We're talking Bill Cosby next. 
Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Uh, Now, one of the stories that everybody in the world is talking about today, uh, while Britney is not free, uh, Bill Cosby is, once again. It was a sort of a shocking ruling from the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, an overturning of a previous ruling uh, that came down yesterday. And I think it's super important for us to not forget about the victims in this scenario. Uh, because this ruling didn't necessarily say that he didn't do the things he was accused of doing, the things that he had he had sort of uh, in some way, shape, or form admitted to during testimonies previously. Uh, he paid off a situation years ago. That's not what happened. They're saying, well, the way that they retried him for things that he previously they told him they could not or would not um, come after him for, they did, and that was not legal, and that's why he's now free. So, so from where I stand. These accusers are very much still in the right, uh, and their voices should be heard. So we thought we would reach out to one of our favorite therapists, marriage and family therapist, James Gay, to have a conversation about the trauma of it all. Uh, James, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. So what sort of what sort of uh, emotions could a could a situation like this stir up not just for the women who accused Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. but for anybody who has ever survived any sort of sexual assault? Yeah, I mean it is it is devastating on multiple multiple angles. Not just that our criminal our criminal justice system sort of failed uh, these victims, but also you know it it can bring up all kinds of things for victims. You know that, that you know. Um, have experienced sexual abuse or assault or violence of any kind. It's very, very activating and triggering for a lot of people to see someone minimize, deny, get away with. And, um, you know, it's it's already a difficult system, right? Only a third of, um, you know, victims ever report sexual violence to um, authorities. And of that, very few ever get to the place where someone is actually incarcerated it's um the the stats are 25 out of every 1000 sex crimes result in incarceration for the perpetrator i had no idea you know uh, just on a personal note i feel exhausted and i feel like i'm speaking for a lot of women we just uh finished celebrating pride month and we clearly have to continue fighting to be gay and now as a woman who's also suffered from sexual abuse now having to start yet another fight with Bill Cosby getting out and being like, hello, we're women and even men as sexual abuse survivors. Now we have to like do yet another fight. I don't understand why we're letting Bill Cosby free, but still forcing Britney Spears to have an IUD and forced in her home. Like if that doesn't show what uh, what is America, I, I don't know what it is. And it's really frustrating. Yeah. Well, and I think that there, if we look at the forest from the trees as well, there are just such limited resources for um, rehabilitation for, of all parties involved for, you know, not just, you know, punishment and consequences, but also restorative justice on multiple angles for victims to be able to heal, to, um, you know, to speak to their perpetrators if they feel like they that's an important part of their healing process. It isn't for all people. You know, it's there's just so much that um, is not being done. And so it is, you know, it can absolutely bring up hopelessness and it can be triggering for lots and lots 
lots of people. Listen, I just, I look at this and I think it's so complex because there are a lot of issues at hand here. Uh, he is yeah. a black man who had has made his way into the homes of white families for generations. He was adored yeah. by many, um, accused of raping both black women and white women uh, over time. I, can it, I just say that it's really important that you say that because something that I read that's a narrative that's being pushed around is um, it's I'm happy that Bill, not me, this is a narrative. I'm happy that Bill Cosby is, has been released because yet again, it's just another white woman trying to attack a black man. Yeah. It's not just white yeah, women. But, and also his attorney is a white woman. And it, it, what, it, what it says to me is it brings me back to the O.J. Simpson case that, that there is clearly, clearly discrepancies in our legal system when it comes to the color of your skin. And I'm not doubting that in any way, shape, or form. However, what I see in situations like this is that if you have enough money and power and influence, that still trumps being the most honest, strongest woman on the planet. It, it, somehow still, as a woman, I feel like it, it, it doesn't even matter. Your voice, I would feel like my voice doesn't even matter because even yet again, this white woman defends this black man in court because he has the money to pay the legal fees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you, how do you get past all these layers and, and just live a life where you feel like you matter as a woman? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's absolutely devastating on so many different levels and it's complex. There is race and gender and sexual orientation and all these types of things involved. And the bottom line is, you know, he um, was accused of wrongdoing. There were 60 women who reported 60. being assaulted by him, you know, and there the, the evidence was uh, conclusive to uh, a jury that, you know, he was um, not innocent, that that he actually did these things. So that still stands. There's nothing that's changed about that. But the fact that he, you know, is released early, that there's no more, you know, uh, legal consequences as it relates to some of that stuff. You know, the fact that even there's an injustice in in the fact that, the you know, the, the, the primary woman who, you know, received, you know, three point something million dollars, you know, that most of that went to her attorneys, you know, for, you know, things that are transpiring. So there's just so much that's, you know, frustrating and disappointing and aggravating and and just wrong about the situation. It's really, really difficult to, to, you know, contend with and make sense of and and try and move forward. It's just, I mean, we see we see Kevin Spacey trying to rehab his career, just shot his first film over in Italy, I believe. We talked about that story a few weeks ago. Bill Cosby now out of prison. Like, if you're a woman or any person, men too, sexually assaulted by men all the time and sometimes by women, if you're a victim of sexual assault, or abuse of some sort, uh, and you're seeing this is how it's playing out after the Me Too movement, after Time's Up. I was on the red carpet at the Golden Globes wearing a Time's Up pin uh, when everybody wore black and that sort of hit its apex, right? Mm -hmm. And it felt like in that moment we were turning the corner on this, on this issue. Yet fast forward a few years later, where are we? We're right back where we started. 
that are listening to this that are that are triggered and activated and just to let them know too that there are resources for them you know and to do a lot of extra self-care you know especially right now that can be things like you know practicing mindfulness and you know grounding techniques coming back to their five senses you know turning off social media staying away from you know drugs and alcohol if they exacerbate the the, the feelings that they're having you know related to this and and reaching out for support because yeah. they need it especially right now well i'll tell you if Jim's i were a victim gay. of sexual assault i don't I, I would probably be leaning into drugs and alcohol so i can't even well, imagine I, trying and to deal with all this i would just like to this. say like literally as a woman who has <sighs> been sexually assaulted like and James Gay, you're so incredible. I, I don't want to meditate. I don't want to take a bath. I want people to go to prison. Like I want people to be held accountable. I want to be able to walk down the street with my girlfriends or with my girlfriend and not feel like we're going to be attacked at any point. I mean, the person that harmed me has a lot of money, was very well off, and he will never be held accountable. And with stories like Bill Cosby not being held accountable and watching Britney Spears' body literally be ran by her father and then for a female judge to say that Jamie Spears can still run her conservatorship like where are we like it's it, it's just very sad and it's very frustrating and if you're listening to this and if you are triggered by this like I also stand with you as a woman and it's just really rough also I will just say this but her emails I mean, we got close to having a female whether you agree with her or not and, and she actually uh, the, she won the presidency of the United States by 3 million votes and yet here we are it just feels like the, the deck is stacked against women time and time again in every single arena in this country and it's frustrating yeah, yeah. well yeah, absolutely and there's a lot of action that we need to take you know to stand up for and promote women's voices including victims of violence like this and make sure that advocacy efforts are you know followed through and it's it's and again these are really disappointing times um it's important to try and push through as much as possible to to seek justice and even in situations like this you know when justice is served you know it it can be revoked and it is just absolutely heartbreaking and upsetting well james Gibb, we appreciate you so much thank you as always for joining us Coming up, it's been a morning, and we've decided to do our segment checking in just to see how we're feeling coming up next. All right, welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's been quite a morning, uh, quite a 24 hours since we were last here just yesterday. Uh, In that time, uh, Britney Spears has been told that she cannot remove her father from her conservatorship. Uh, She has to keep her IUD in, which is really wild to me. Uh, also, Donald Trump's organization, the Trump Organization, has been indicted. Bill Cosby got out of prison. Uh, they've now suspended uh, the relief efforts in Florida. Our President Joe Biden is down there now speaking to the first-line responders. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of emotions to unpack. And also, just today, we find out that the new COVID variant, the Delta variant, is now in all 50 states. So Wednesday seemed like one day, and Pride's been over for a few hours and all of these things just sort of happened today. So we thought we'd take a little time for our checking in segment just to sort of recalibrate and see where we are. How are you feeling? You know, I don't know. Yeah. That's just the answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel. That's okay. I feel like I have such a strong desire to be a mother, and you know that. Mm-hmm. And you said one time... Um, a few months ago, actually, and I then literally never forgot it again, and it's played such a prominent um, part of my head, is you said, when you have a child, you will genuinely find your purpose. Like, that's 
that's like that's for me said the guy who doesn't have any kids yeah but <laughs> sounds like something i'd say but you know me yeah. and you know my my desires with that sure and so knowing that i desperately want children one day when the time is right i can't imagine making 60 million dollars being a huge pop star and being forced to keep something inside of my body that's foreign that stops me from having children. Britney Spears. And I'm only getting older. And then to be denied um, Jamie to stop running her conservatorship on the same day that Bill Cosby has been released from prison. It's a lot. And I am a sexual abuse survivor. Like, I just... I think that with the Delta variant, it's very scary. I think that with Trump, it's a lot. We talked about him in depth. But I think just from my personal thing is just being a woman and being a sexual abuse survivor. I'm just feeling for those, that specific well, group of her, people. because her dad and hundreds of other make money off of her. But guess what? They don't make money off of her if she doesn't perform. Yeah. She doesn't put out any more music. They're not going to make a penny. Yeah. And if nothing else... Let her out of it for that. No. I don't care if she ever performs again, if it doesn't make her happy. And I believe it does, though, but not under these circumstances. No. And so it's a lot of things. You know, it's so funny you bring up kids because I've always said that the number one priority in my life was to be would be to have children someday. I knew that would be tricky and complicated growing up as a gay man, especially in Ohio. I never saw it. and I didn't know anybody who had kids that were same-sex couples, not a single one. Nobody to look to. Yeah. Never. And not until recent years did we start to see like the Andy Cohens and the Anderson Coopers of the world start to, you know, start their own families. But they've got a lot of money. Costs a lot of money to start a family when you're when you're gay. Um, as I've gotten older, one, I found so much joy in other areas where I'm like, if I don't have kids, eh, it won't be the end of the world. I'm very happy. I love my partner so much. I love my dog. I live a very full life. I'm happy. Also, though... I don't know that I want to bring kids into this world. Like, I just think gone are the days where you could grow up with some sort of, like, I don't know. Just I hear that. I, know, I mean, I, where I, when I grew up in the 80s, I felt very safe and I felt very loved and I felt very protected. And, of course, I went through things. Looking back, there are things that I would do different as a parent. But the world's insane right now. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to bring kids into that energy. It's just scary. Yeah, I think it's just a very scary time. And I think that we've been discussing this since last year. I mean, honestly, when we were in the pandemic and talking about Trump and it was every single day, it was exhausting. Yeah. Not only trying to just deal with the day to days of life. You know what I'm saying? And then having news like this today, I think it's frustrating because I I said it earlier in the six and I'll say it again. I feel like coming off the heels of pride and having to continue fighting for our rights, now we have to start this fight again with women's bodies and the day after Pride ends. Yeah, and it's, it's like this is a lot. Yeah, so if you're like us, if you're kind of going through it right now, if you're sort of having a difficult time finding the joy in life, that's okay. Yeah, um, and it's not to say it's not going to be a better pick me up tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow show. might be great, but it's just a weird day today, and I think that like sometimes you just have to sit in that weirdness. I think you have to give yourself permission because I am. I feel like that. I don't. Because guess what? The longer you avoid it, the worse it will get because it will catch up. It yeah. always does. So I think it's important to take a moment every now and then to sort of recalibrate, like I said, and just sort of take stock of where we are and and what what we need to do to move forward because the battle never ends. If you're a woman, if you're any sort of minority. It's 
relentless. Yeah. And some days it's easy to handle it. Some days it's not. And sometimes it's just okay to not be okay. Yeah. Uh, I will say we've got some really incredible news coming out of Tommy Something Good, though, when it comes to our trans community and the Miss Nevada pageant. These are the reasons we keep going. These, These stories coming up and tell me something good because there's so much to be thankful for still. We're just a little bit in our emotions today. Yeah, and that's okay. But we've got a great story for you and tell me something good coming up next. Let's do it. Today was pretty heavy. A lot of a lot of sad news out there. A lot of court cases coming down in the last 24 hours that weren't really thrilling to cover, to be honest. Yeah. Still hoping to see Donald Trump behind bars soon. So we're getting closer yeah, that's, and closer that. Yeah, that would be exciting. <laughs> but let's focus on the positive for just a minute, shall we? Um, so this this young person is absolutely incredible. So this young girl decided to get on Twitch and play games, specifically The Sims 4 and Animal Crossing New Horizons, um, to raise money for the trans community. So, gets on, plays for four hours, has 443,000 followers, raised $15,000 for the Transgender Law Center. I love young people. I just think young people are awesome. Oh, they're so great. And she says that not only was she able to raise this money, the Twitch gaming community has so far raised $800,000 for this organization. That's unbelievable. Our trans brothers and sisters. Um, Her name is Lil Simsy. She plays La Sims, apparently. Uh, That's her name on on Twitch. But Twitch is wild. Twitch is is one of those social platforms that you don't know about unless you know about it. Yeah. And I, I have friends who their entire living comes from playing video games it's, on Twitch. Uh, you know, our friend Chester, he literally is making his entire income off of Twitch. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it just goes to show, like, you can't really poo-poo on ideas yep. or new things. Might because not be for you, but it, maybe it wasn't for you. Exactly. <laughs> okay, well, I love this story. Now, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this, but I competed in Miss California. Yeah, of course you know I this. I knew this. Of course. Okay, so I love pageant girls. And you won? I didn't even place. You lost that one too, huh? Okay. American I, Idol and okay. Listen to me. All if right. you would have seen the stage, it was like 510, 5'8, 5'7, 5'10, 5'2, 5'10, 5'7. You couldn't even see me. Uh, but Cataluna Enriquez made history Sunday when she was crowned Miss Nevada 2021. And with the win, now qualifies for the Miss USA contest. It's important because she is our first trans woman to win. She wore a rainbow themed gown of her own design and honor of Pride Month. Um, she said, huge thank you to everyone who supported me from day one. My community, you're always in my heart. She's absolutely beautiful. So gorgeous. I mean, she's stunning. I wonder if the same uh, the same spectators were at this uh, pageant that were at the one in Vegas a year ago and they yelled at the governor, remember, because of the COVID Damn shutdown? Damn you, Sisolak! Damn you, Sisolak! <laughs> well, I think that's a good way to end. I'm going to actually save this story for tomorrow. It's involving Ariana Grande. We'll, we'll wrap up our Friday show with her and tell me something good. But uh, I love that. That's progress. I think it's progress, you got young too. teenagers raising thousands of dollars for a trans community and then a trans woman winning a major, uh, heading to Miss USA. That, it's incredible. That's right. I just want to get Miss USA or Miss America. I, I know that Kenya Moore gets upset when we get it wrong. And Miss USA. Got it. Miss USA. All right. Well, thank you as always to our guests. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow's Friday and we're ready for it. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.